and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk Seed Culture Podcast, where we talk about Geek 77 and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard. Joining me as always is my lovable band of good starting with Jeremy Lee. Ah! Noel Shefflin. I am me. Jody Smith. What do you do, baby Bill? This is the second time we're recording this episode. True. Because, you know, the first time malfunctioned. Yep. Our camera <laughs> broke on us. Yep. It blew up. It did like a backflip. Like the first time. Like the very first time. <laughs> I feel like we need to pivot away from what Jeremy's going for here. <laughs> so we had a scintillating conversation about Kingsman 2, a film that three of us have not seen, but mm-hmm. Jeremy was explaining the whole thing at length. We'll give you the fast version right now. Uh, I really want to do a Western video, and since the new Red Dead is coming out, we should plan one for that. And yeah. since I just saw Kingsman, I want to do a Western in the style of Kingsman which you guys haven't seen yet and you don't know, but there's Kingsman, England, Statesman in the States, and they're all cowboys, and it's so dope. Agent Tequila, Agent Whiskey. What? Are <laughs> you for real? Yeah. It's Who's dope. Tequila? Shannon Tatum? I don't want to yeah. know. Okay. Agent Whiskey is Pedro Pascal. I'm just, I'm really excited That's great. about this movie, but... Apparently we need elevator music for the podcast because it's just not entertaining enough. Me walks in the grocery store. I forgot the next line. A We were talking about. We were talking about Billy Joe from Green Day right before this, so we're singing Green Day songs. What? Billy Joel Armstrong. So. Uh, yeah, definitely need to see Kingsman so we can talk more about that for sure. But a Western, a Western shot in the, in the style of Kingsman would be super sick. I love Matthew Vaughn. Love Mm -hmm. his style. He's very good. He's very very cool. cool. You could hella shoot a Western out here in Vegas. It could be like a mix of Red Dead and Statesman together. Yeah. Could we shoot during the winter? Yes. And not shoot as soon as possible in this season in Las Vegas because it is very hot and it just it's getting cooler guys it's actually cold when you go outside it's yeah. not gonna snow it's finally under 90 degrees during the day yeah I guess under I guess cold here would be considered 70 degrees I'm like, Ooh, it's a bit chilly 75 <laughs> <Ooh>. degrees I'm not used to it being this cool chilly willy lol so Harrison plot from patreon asked would you guys do a minute matchup with a Game of Thrones character you were pitching yeah, I was pitching a, a Jamie Lannister or Jon Snow versus someone. Aragorn? That was you? Yeah. Aragorn. I said I think I said Luke Skywalker or some Jedi. But then you said he had the force and he would just kill Jamie Lannister. I'd be like, yeah, you're right, but no force is allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, okay. I just imagine like any force character fighting any non-force character just like Boom, boom. Just like picks him up and slams him on the ground Can with the force. you crush someone's spine using the force? Yeah. That's dope. I want to do that. Dude, uh, Luke, uh, Darth Vader choked a fool through <laughs> space. Yes. Yeah. He was literally looking at a, a, a monitor in what was it, Empire Strikes Back? And the guy's like... Yeah. Uh, it's just like... Is he force choking him across space? I'm sorry. That's like broken OP power. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's uh, that op. Hey, man. He's the most powerful force user in the that time. Come. So, do you who do you guys think would win until until his son, mm. Lord yes. Moldy Shorts, or what, or Darth Wait, Vader? Who the hell is Lord Moldy Shorts? <laughs> the dude from uh, Harry Potter. That's 
That's great. What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> For those listening to the audio, Tony took the took the uh, what is it? It's a sponge. The sponge. Windscreen. The, the windscreen off of his mic. Just I just said it, it in front of me. It is so, an offering for the gods. So, so Tony, another Tony approved. So, who do you guys think would win? I mean, who? Uh, Lord Moldy Shorts and Darth Vader. I don't know who Lord Moldy Shorts is, the, bro. The dude from he <laughs> must not be named. Dude, the guy, the guy who always like points up in the sky and yeah. <laughs> That's what Harry dude, Potter. Every time, dude, you time. will lose. Remember the trailers for like. The last three movies. Yeah. Every time you you would see Voldemort, he's, yeah. he's fucking just screaming at the top of his lungs. That's no true. nose. Hey, man. He really was he was lacking a nose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray Fiennes is a brilliant actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just okay. gonna keep doing that. So what's the question? Who would win between him and Darth Vader? Yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah. We don't know that. We've never seen your boy Moldy Shorts with a lightsaber. Why would he have a lightsaber? <laughs> what? Why would it be called a lightsaber? That sounds so bad, dude. Okay, technically, lightsaber. Voldemort. If if okay, so jumping over, crossing the worlds, right? If he figured out within the universe that the Force was a thing, don't you think his magical dark skills could actually tap into that? No, <laughs> he doesn't have midichlorians. Oh yeah, man, he I, that's why. We'll ruin many, you. He doesn't have it's many, canon, dude. Hey man, it's canon. Doesn't have many Canon. Dude, chlorine sucks, man. I hate the way it makes your skin feel when it dries. What? <laughs> Terrible. Guys, uh... What? Dude, I was that weird kid that wouldn't swim. Not because I was, like, super self-conscious about myself. I just, I hated the way chlorine It's all about that salt skin. water, bro. Dude, I hated it. I, w- I was the kid at the party that wouldn't swim. Based on the fact that when it dries, it feels like there was, like, a film over my skin that if I moved, it would crack. Get it developed! Dude. <laughs> oh, I, very yeah, nice, very nice words association. If you guys are wondering why we're so ridiculous today, we have been all editing and having meetings about stuff all day. We're all very tired. Tony just got off of work, and uh, but we got great news. Good things are coming. Lots of dope stuff happening. Got some really good news today from like multiple facets of good news. Yep. So things are going good. Knock on wood. Hopefully, you guys will see a cool minute matchup soon. But we got even. Crazier, cooler things coming beyond that. So, yeah. we're excited yeah. for us and for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, the answer to the question that was asked is... Yes, we've thought about it, but we probably won't do it. I mean, the, the costumes, like good-looking costumes are expensive, and then yeah. location, we would have to probably shoot up in the mountains. Good-looking costumes are expensive. <laughs> yes. What other... Uh, yes, they is. So Lauren on the Twitter asked, <sighs> if, if you guys, no, let's do this one. What's your, f- no, let's do this one. <laughs> if you guys had to pick one song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would you choose? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Wait. Okay. Either Easy by the Three Commodores. No. By the comp by Lionel Richie and the Commodores, or faithfully. So every time you walk by, into by a journey, room, yeah, faithfully is playing. Yeah, dude, that's epic. I don't care what you say. Or easy, easy, easy. like Sunday morning. Yeah, that's, that's just easy. Easy, easy like Sunday morning. It's just morning. so dynamic. You can literally use that song for almost anything. 
Okay. What about you, Danny? I need a moment to think about this. Africa? I have no idea. <laughs> Africa, Africa is my theme song. I imagine this is my theme song. It's going to be something epic. Uh, it's the Attack on Titan theme song. Scares the crap out of everybody the second I walk into a room. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So yeah. what, what about your theme song, Jeremy? Wait, wait, Free song? Bird. By Leonard? By Leonard? <laughs> By Leonard Skinner? Yeah. Dude. Man, that's a long song. That is a long that song. That track is like nine and a half minutes, I'm dude. known is to it? overstay yeah, my welcome. Oh, <laughs> well, you better watch out for this guy. Guns are out of control. Wow. <laughs> WTF, mate. Um, my theme song would probably be Jesus Walks no. by Kanye West. No, I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> no. It's got to be a Kanye song, bro. No, that's perfect. It's gotta I'm be. okay with that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, no, bum. But the instrumental. Just, Just the instrumental? instrumental. No, um, we'll do Just the sample. I like Power by Kanye, actually. We'll go Power's with that one. Dope, uh, dope, dope. It's uh, a pretty dope theme song. Dude, that's his, a good one. I don't, dude. There are so many of his songs, like production-wise, that are just so epic, dude. Yeah, dude. So epic. He knows how to produce a track. You know what I would probably do, actually, now that I think about it? Uh, Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. That is a great song. I feel like I feel like if I walked in, I'd be like, all right, Carry On My Wayward Son. Have you heard The Pinnacle by Kansas? Yes. Yes. It's like a prequel to Carry On My Wayward Son. Have right? you heard Kansas City by is Kansas? It? It's a... Or is it the pinnacle that's the prequel to Carry On, or was it prequel to I feel like Dust I in the Wind? Dust in the Wind is a great song. Yes, that is a great song. I can't remember right now. I don't recall. This is a great Justin Bieber We'll listen to it after the show. It'll be great. Sure! I love me some Kansas. Or an Eagles song. It's got to be an Eagles. Oh, no, wait. Oh, man, I didn't even think about this. Big Love. Big Love by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Dangerously in love, dude. What about uh, comfortably numb? Comfortably that's numb. A, that's a. I don't know. That's a I love song. that song, but song. when I'm walking into a room, yeah, man, that's yeah, a weird one. Okay, no, I mean, that fits you. Uh, <laughs> Dark deeds. On Star Wars Episode Three, when Anakin slaughters all the children. Oh, nice! Wow. That theme song. Great. 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 Awesome. Sorry, not children, younglings. Oh, you know what? I changed my mind. I changed my mind completely. Actually, I was gonna go go complete left field here. I want Thunderstruck by ACDC. Nice, dude. Wow. Okay, that's, that's a big if, jump. If we want this as like a theme song, I want that shit as my that, theme that song. That song. That song's pretty dope, dude. That song gets <laughs> oh, you pumped. This one uh, comes from Sean Laird. Why okay. do you look like Nev from the show Catfish? I'm just kidding. People actually say that to me all the time. I don't see the resemblance, but uh, I guess people do. I don't know. I think I've heard like I've heard people think you look like BJ Novak. I hate that one. <laughs> I don't think you look anything like that guy. I think you may have like, no, the same color eyebrows. That's it. Same color eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, as comparatively to the skin, because your skin tone has actually a lot to do with the way your eyebrows look to other people. Hmm. Do mine look purple? No, they don't. But have you guys, speaking you're of lying. this. Speaking okay. of what, Danny? So I'm going to say, Sean, I'm going to say your, your actual question is, uh, is asking what, what uh, characters or people people think we look like. What do you, what do you guys usually get? What do people, who, who do people compare you to? Jesus. And I'm like... You mean the white Jesus? You mean white Jesus? No, Jesus. No, you mean white. No, Jesus. you definitely mean white Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sounds well, yeah. about right. <laughs> I get, I get that all the time. Actually, I've specific. It's, it's fun to hear people tell me the ways that they think I'm Jesus. Like they don't always just say you look like Jesus. They're like, 
second coming. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they just say that to second you. Second coming. <laughs> hey, I get that a lot. That is absurd. It's pretty ridiculous. I'm sure you got it a lot when you had long oh, hair, yeah. too. I was always get random. So random. That one, what's that one guy that got famous off of? Uh, he did like YouTube video or Vines YouTube videos where he would just put his hair in a bun. I got that guy all oh. the time. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Yeah. I, know I, I forgot about. his name. Steve. There's another guy that Steve. works for SourceFed, I think. Chris Hemsworth. I don't think it's that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not that. Sam? Sam Basher? He's, he's got a, he's got long hair. Oh. Maybe not SourceFed, but there was another guy. Like Maybe it's Zone. I don't know, but he—I've seen him before, and there was like, "Oh yeah, you look like that guy." There's a lot of—I got Chris Hemsworth all the time, like when I would put my hair down specifically. Mm. What about I now? I got Jesus. Now you can get Chris. Now you can get Chris Evans. Now I get, actually, lately, I've gotten Jake Gyllenhaal. I think I told you guys this. Like I had like it was a good week. I had three or four people like, "Dude, you look like Jake Gyllenhaal." I was like, "What? I don't look." Anything like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I think my hair is the same. I was going to say your hair looks like Jake Gyllenhaal slightly. So like Southpaw. Yeah. Oh, Southpaw. No. Or Prisoners. Prisoners. Prisoners, Prisoners sure. and um, Nightcrawler. The hair is the oh, same. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Like, he's... He's like he looks, super lanky in that. Yeah, well, he just not even that. He just, he looks very, like... It's different than you. Yeah, he just this looks almost like, almost like ethnic. Like, he looks like he has some form of almost like heavy culture in him where I'm like, I look like a white guy. <laughs> I know what I look like. I look like a white dude. <laughs> and it's cool, but I don't look like Jake Chal. Hey, I like that shit though. Thank you. <laughs> sweet, sweet souls. Has anyone ever told Jake you Chal. you look like anyone? Bruce Lee. Really? Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who he, else? I've gotten Peter Petrelli, uh the uh Milo Venti Mocha Frappuccino <laughs> okay. from Heroes. Milo Venti Mocha Frappuccino. What is you talking about? Who? Milo Venti Mocha Frappuccino. Milo, or is it Milo? Milo Venti Venti Mocha Frappuccino. I think that's how you pronounce it. You got me just laying your mic to rest. That's it for you, Jeremy, Bruce Lee. What other Asian people do you guys know? Please. Hey, dude, my boy's like Colin Kaepernick over here with the shade that he's throwing. Okay. That's All right, moving man. on. <laughs> Sports. Sprots. Who's your... F- okay, this comes from F dot 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 at Deadshot underscore on Twitter. Uh, who's your favorite Batman villain? Oh, man. That's a very complex question. Who is my favorite Batman villain? Because the easy answer is the Joker. The Joker. But Batman has such a wide variety of foils that sometimes seeing the Joker as the villain gets old because they do it so often. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Dr. Freeze to you. Dr. Freeze is yours? Yeah. Yeah? Why? Uh, just because of that animated series episode. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty heavy, it, Doc. Because of his backstory is... Yeah. Okay, That's all cool. right. That's what about you, Mr. Noel? You saw some of his backstory oh, yeah. in Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They touched, They definitely touched on it a little bit, it and it's dope. It's great. He's great in Arkham Asylum. He's so cool looking. Uh, 
frozy, icy spaceman. What about you, Tone Tone? Um, either Red Hood or Two Face. Two Face specifically in the Long Halloween. I think I've said this before. Long Halloween is by far my favorite Batman story of all time mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because of the twist at the back end of it. How long was it? Yeah, that's like what I thought. Twelve months, I think. Like a whole, a whole year of Halloween. No, not Halloween. Basically, it starts on Halloween and then ends on the next Halloween. So one long Halloween. You got it. Oh probably two faced because if you haven't if you haven't um you haven't read that, I highly suggest reading that comic. It is freaking incredible. I was I like every single page, like I would usually read it at work or I'd read it like on my off time and I would I would have to get other things done. I just like, dude, I don't want to stop reading this Ah, but I have to. So every time I'd come back, it was just it was just a really cool experience. Um, and Two-Face specifically, and Two-Face's accomplice, unknown accomplice until the end of that. I'm not going to say who it is, but because of that that story. Did what you read it? Hush? I did not read Hush, actually. I have Hush, and I haven't read it. Dude, Dude read it right now. Do you know right what now. the... Sp- do you know what the what, how it ends? Do you know how Hush ends? I have not read Bruh, it. Bruh, read Hush. Okay. Yeah, Hush. do that. Ready? You're going to read it right now. Bam. It, uh, I how was it? Was it good? Cut. It was so good, dude. Wow. He didn't read it. Didn't read what it. about you, Nolan? Uh, Red Hood. Definitely Red Hood. See, I don't know if I consider Red Hood a villain anymore. Like, I considered him a villain at one point, but it's hard to consider him a villain still, especially now the way that he's being presented. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, probably the Joker. Joker's a good, a solid answer. Just He's just got so many great stories. But... Raish Al Ghul is such a sick yeah. villain. He's yeah. so That's a really good villain. interesting. I love every story that contains him as well. So uh-huh. I would say if I if I want to give a cop out answer, Joker, but if not, Raish Al Ghul. Um you got another one? Uh, no, you could take one. <laughs> Fernando Rodriguez from Facebook asks, What are your guys' thoughts on the new Hellboy as well as the images? Yes! What did you guys think? Very nice, very nice. My sentiments are exactly. What? It's just one of those episodes, man. Man, it's just one of those days. No, I think it looks really cool, yeah. dude. I wonder what style of movie it's gonna look Me like. Me too, man. Because the one and two were very steampunk. Yeah, they were a bit. They were definitely more colorful than what I've seen in this new one. Like the just the promo images for this one look really gritty, very gritty. So I wonder if the movie is going to reflect that really dark, more real world tone. Because I didn't see the first two movies. I've seen pieces of them. What? Yeah. You didn't know that? I've seen pieces of Hellboy 1 and 2. What? Dude, 1 and 2 are so good. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why everyone wants 3. Did you watch the Zero one? Dude. (laughs) Uh, uh, 2. Actually, let me rephrase that. 2 was kind of steampunk influence. Yeah. One is just, I don't know. it. Like the Max Payne movie. Yeah. Uh, like influences, or not influence, but like it. that's what it reminds me of yeah. now. I'm sure Max so. Payne. Or Max Payne and <clears throat> Constantine. Like that kind of dark, mature type tone. Yeah, no, Hellboy. I Rab, remember. You think the new one is going to have that tone? Like a Constantine... 
I that's what they, I'm thinking. I think yeah. Hellboy's going to have like a mix between like a really gritty Western. It almost looks like because of the yellow that you see and the orange tones that you see in it. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking like you're going to get kind of almost like a, I'd like to see some kind of aspect of horror the way that they integrated into Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like getting to see that dark, that dark context of like Daredevil on a superhero level. Mm-hmm. So I want them to mix those two. What if they make the lighting like how you said about the promo pics so far? Like it's very reminiscent of the actual pages of the comic. That's book. what I so want. So I wonder if the movie looks like a painting, that would be like cool. Sin City esque. Mm. Mm. Not as much visual effects heavy, like yeah. compositing like that, but like almost the lighting, Paint the spider. way. The way the lighting looks on him for the promo pick, it looks like uh, it was a certain technique in lighting. I can't remember what it is, but like kind of, almost the Kugler effect. What? No, the Kugler effect. It's a nah, it's, common lighting up, technique. Just, 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 that's, nothing. that's nothing. That's nothing. Uh, like, everybody don't, Google the Kugler effect. Go, don't, don't go do to that, film conventions and ask what a Kugler. It reminds me of like classic Rembrandt style lighting. Painting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude, I I can see that. I can definitely see where it's almost Renaissance like painting. the lighting is, is coming from a natural source, mm-hmm. but um it's very subtle. I can I can totally see where you're coming from. Like I just I loved how it was almost like it was gl- the light was glaring and then everything else was almost like shrouded in darkness. Mm-hmm. High contrast. Yeah, it just looked really cool, man. You just on a somewhat similar note, I had an idea once for doing a comic book short, like just based off of any dark comic book character, but like <coughs> make it make the video look like we'll shoot it live action, but then there's uh, some post techniques to make it look like it almost looks like hand painted Monet paintings, mm. but just moving in motion. I'd like to see that. Yes, like. that would be cool. Let's do it. Jinqui. Like. What? Is that actually David Harbour, or is he wearing a muscle suit? I think he's wearing a muscle suit. I think I don't know, though. Suit. I'm almost positive he's wearing a muscle suit. Because Dave Harbour, I mean, Dave Harbour's a big guy, but... Because <laughs> if, if that's him, he got jacked. Out of nowhere. Crazy out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Unless, he's been, he, unless he's known this entire time after season one of Stranger Things that mm-hmm. he was going to get this role. Strangest Things. We'll probably know in Stranger Things too if, if his physique looks more. Uh, hmm. Well, they can cheat that. Look what they did with with Chris Pratt and uh, Parks and Rec. Even though when you look at him like in the last two seasons, you're like, you're buff. Yeah, you got you got ripped now. Yeah, you're He's buff. Just, he said you just stopped drinking beer. Yeah, you you're buff. You can't <laughs> fake that anymore, dude. You got too buff. Where like Dave Harbor, he's always wearing long sleeves. So we only got yeah. honestly one shot in the entire Stranger Things where he didn't have a shirt on. Mm. Interesting. Two shots, I think. But he was, he was, I don't like, not to like, not to be judgmental. He was not in superhero shape. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't need to be. It didn't call for it. I do not blame you, dude. Drink that beer. (laughs) It's just the character didn't call for it. Hey. Okay. I mean, what do we got? He's a dad. Drink it. Um, This cramps. We can. What do we got next? On the black slippery. Stop that. Uh, oh man. That's oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I am just like dead exhausted. <laughs> my my brain is not working hey, very dude. good. Uh Jace York asks uh he well he says I have to know 
Whose man is this? Whose man's is this? Also love you guys. We love you too, Jace. Is you, you is or is you ain't have gas Did money. you watch or did you see Constantine? I did. Loved, wait. The Keanu Reeves movie. Of Keanu! Love that movie. Keanu! Yeah, dude. Keanu. Constantine was dope. I loved that movie. I liked it. I actually didn't see Constantine. I don't know why people... Super dark, dude. There was like a lot of people who were vocal about not liking it. It's because of all the changes that they made from the comics. And oh. I imagine that they just weren't a huge fan of Keanu. But I loved it, dude. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. Um, Dalton Scott on Facebook asks, Do aliens exist? Uh, I mean, <laughs> pretty sure, yeah, I'm, probably, I don't, highly probable, highly, I, yeah, like I'm gonna go with the highly probable answer here because, like, I don't know, you know, like I'm, I still don't know, but makes would sense it, if if they did, definitely would make sense. <laughs> ever expansive universe, it would seem unlikely that there is not intelligent life or life of some kind somewhere. In this universe, yeah, that we literally have not scoured at all. Like we're literally just barely kind of traveling around our solar system, not even yeah. our galaxy. Yeah. So, like, yeah. how the hell are we supposed to know? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's, aliens, that's, aliens stuff exists. It's a little scary to think about how far and distance. Everything is. Everything is, just in general, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's funny when you hear people say, oh, I don't think aliens exist, and you ask them why, and they're like, well, it just seems improbable because we would have found them by now. It's like, well, no. We definitely wouldn't have found them by now. <laughs> what does that mean? By now, by how, when? Like, what's the ratio and when we're supposed to find something universes we're find apart? Them by now, by as... But by now, like, like did, the last in the year, years, like or? in 2017, <laughs> by now, Didn't or like, we not even know <clears throat> Pluto existed up until like not that yeah. long ago in Would the grand found scheme them of by now. Yeah, so humans have been around for like what a hundred thousand years, or current modern day humans. Earth is like 14, or no, uh, what. Yeah, 14, no, not 14 billion. The universe is 14 billion, Shh. give or take. 14.7 billion? Yo, 1930. Sucks. Pluto was, uh, Pluto was 1930? discovered. 1930? It Earth took us until like 1930 billion. to discover it. Did you know that they are, <laughs> re, uh, they are considering redefining, so they're considering labeling moons of Jupiter planets instead of, uh, moons. Oh, just dang! They have, they have that. Like there are, like Titan geolog- geologically is similar to Earth in terms of like dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they <laughs> someone suggested the theory that Neptune, I think Neptune or Uranus, no Pluto and Uranus because it's Uranus and then Pluto, right? Mm-hmm. So Pluto is actually Uranus's satellite moon. But because their orbits kind of cross each other at certain points and they're trapped in each other's gravity, which is, you know, there's some validity there with their orbits. But, you know, that's interesting. Oh, God. Can we stop talking about space? Also, <laughs> did you know that if you laid out the timeline of the Earth on a clock, like, for example, like starting at the zero, like noon hand, going all the way around, like start of the Earth and to present day, 
everything up until now, human life is only taking up the last second at 11.59 p.m. Huh. Science, Compared bitch. on the whole clock. Did you know? No, we would have found him by now. What's though. the... Oh, man. Did you know I can't that... can't talk about this right now. <laughs> Did you know Pluto's moon is almost as big as Pluto? Sharon? Sharon, yeah. Almost as big as Pluto. It's literally like this. It's just lumpy. <laughs> it's like lopsided. It's just like, it's, it's about, it's not that much <laughs> smaller. Lumpy and lopsided. Did you know that there are auroras on Jupiter that are bigger than our planet? Whoa. Yo, what about planet nine though? Okay, let's move on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I can talk about space all day. Same yeah, dude. This is not me. Space something, <laughs> this bitch. This is related but unrelated at the same time. I follow Neil deGrasse Tyson on Twitter. Same. If you're not Who's following Neil deGrasse Tyson on Twitter, follow him because that guy is awesome. Great, and He's a great man. He keeps on posting. He keeps on like poking scientific plot holes in popular yeah. like belief. Well, it just like pop popular content. So he's like, he's like, you see the uh, at, in this episode of Game of Thrones, there's no possible way that the chains would be able to pull the dragon up like this. The chains would be straight. That is just like articulating <laughs> why this is scientifically incorrect. Yeah. And I'm just like Neil deGrasse Tyson ruins everything. This is awesome. <laughs> you know what's also cool? Since he's a scientist, he can actually take criticism. So he once tweeted out something about uh, like. He'd rather be in a plane than a helicopter if one of it like malfunctions and starts to go down because at least a plane can glide to a stop and kind of soften the landing. If you're in a helicopter, you're pretty much just a falling brick. And someone tweeted at him and saying that's actually false. It's actually pretty safe to be falling in a hel- free falling in a helicopter because there are techniques that you can use to change the direction of the rotors with the lever and it's a common technique apparently it's way safer to be falling in a helicopter a bricked helicopter than it is in a plane oh plane what? is like crash landing helicopter you can wait until the last second because air is being pushed up through the rotors you spin it or you change the direction of the rotors at the last second and it kind of creates lift and you land safe safely huh. and so he was like you know what you're right and saw a video of it looked it up researched and was like okay you're right i redact my statement nice redacted dog Redacted. Hashtag dog. redacted. Hashtag redacted dog. Cool. We got any D-A-W-G. pilots out there? Please explain some more. Actually, my uh my cousin's husband, so cousin through marriage, is uh actually helicopter pilot. Oh. oh wow. He's a helicopter pilot for a very famous person. Oh wow. At least he was. He was. I don't know if he's he's definitely I think he's retired now, but mm. what yeah. famous person? Uh George W. Bush. Oh wow. Yeah, he, That's well, crazy. he piloted Marine One. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, he's a total badass. What a job. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, right. and, yeah. He's a pretty cool dude. All right. He's awesome. So, yeah. You got a question? Uh, I don't have a question. Oh, uh, uh, this is a question for Tony. Uh, Dambot asks vodka or whiskey? <laughs> whiskey. Whiskey Tango. Whiskey. Vodka. What about you, Danny? Vodka or whiskey? Vodka. How about you, Jeremy? Vodka or whiskey? Whiskey. Vodka. What about you, No. Water. (laughs) Water. Water. H2O, bro. You know how to make a good martini? Use gin. Stir it for 10 seconds while watching an unopened bottle of tonic. Okay. (sighs) Ah. What do you guys? Uh, Harrison Plot asks, uh, "What do you? Who do you guys want to play Red Hood in the DCEU if we Me. see him cast?" Yeah, obviously Noel. No, Noel is the only option. Um, cool. Noel, moving on. 
Who else? Else. Michael B. Jordan would be cool. Interesting choice. That is a very interesting choice. Mm. Shia LaBeouf would be cool. Oh. Mm, I would not be as cool with that. That's very controversial, yeah, but I definitely would not. not <laughs> I, uh, I, You're a Shia fan, I would, bro. Dude, I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> mm, no I thanks. Would watch the shit out of that Don't get me wrong. I don't mind Shia. I just, as Red Hood, nah. Oh, uh, Christopher Mintz Plus. Okay. <laughs> You're a good boy. You're a good, uh, boy. You're a good boy. Brad Pitt. No, Zac Efron. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Zac I was Efron actually thinking sure. Zac Efron might be a good choice, too. No, Zac I think Efron. Zac Efron would be perfect because he, yeah. Okay. He's already got the build. He looks like a damn superhero already. I feel like Zac would be a better Nightwing than he would be a, a Red Hood, though. I think Red Hood's a little more rough and tumble. I mean, you, you can, know what I mean? You, I mean? That's why I think Shia would be such a great option there. I don't think Shia's rough and tumble. No, but he ha- he's he's got the capacity of doing struggle. that. Yeah, yeah. He definitely, dude. He definitely has the capacity. Have you seen Fury? I definitely he, see it. Yes. He definitely I has that s- darkness. I can see what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. but visibly, aesthetically, I just don't see you him fitting. Like a, you, I think that you'd probably want someone a little bit more traditionally better looking. Is that what it is? It's not that. It's just I just don't know if I see Shia as Jason. I just mm. don't mm-hmm. I, it just doesn't seem to fit. That's fair. To me. How about Jason Bateman? What? Yeah, dude. Jason Bateman. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Marlon Brando. Uh, Marlon Wayne's. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he almost played Robin in True. in Batman Forever. <laughs> Did oh, you know nice. that? Nice. Yeah. I guess they scrapped it. Guy. Yeah. 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 Hey, I mean, yeah. Uh movie. Not not great. Um, uh, <laughs> movie not great. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I think. How old the, are we uh, going? We this going? is hard, dude. Because like, we could get someone that looks like Jason, right? Like one of the um, what was that kid's name? One of the kids from uh, Big Daddy, the little kid, the twins. Sprouse. Yeah. Cole Sprouse. The kid that's in uh, the that Archie, um, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. That kid. He's he looks great yeah. with black hair. I think if if. They gave him a good workout plan, got him in really great shape. But that's the thing. I've never seen him with that darkness that Jason has. Yeah. Like as long I've as never... that workout plan is free 99. Uh, that was a Kanye West reference. So. Shut up. Um, Dylan O'Brien. Okay. Hmm. Okay. He's getting that. to the age where I think he would be a, a good fit. He's a solid actor. Yeah. I think Liam Hemsworth would be a good option too. He's too tall though. He's a pretty tall. He's a guy. very tall, but he's what six three. He's six. He's six two. He's an inch shorter than Chris. Ah, uh, that actually could work. That actually could work if uh, if Nightwing oh, is no. Liam Hemsworth doesn't doesn't seem very rough and tumble to me. I don't yeah, see it either. He seems more Nightwing than anything. He's uh, Jason is supposed to be like six one, depending on the medium, and then Nightwing is supposed to be five eleven, depending on the medium. So Nightwing is shorter than. Than Jason and Jason is and Batman is usually like six. Why don't we just hold auditions? Two to six four. Okay. Let's call him up. Yeah, right. hold auditions. Um, is there an actor or actress that you guys would love to work with as a director or as an actor? Oh, this comes man. from uh, Jason. From, from Jason Todd. actor Patreon. or actress? Oh, dude, I think you know. I don't know. Like actor wise, I think. I mean. I'd love to work with someone like Brie Larson. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to. I really want to do a romantic 
role again because I feel like that's really what stretched the the comfortability that comes with being an actor. I think after a while you get really comfortable in front of camera and that's your emotional truth. Yeah, you for me, I want to work with another actor that is almost pushing me to get to a different layer and I think being in a role that's romantic but also specifically destructive romantic and I I want to do that because I think that it would add another layer not only to my psyche as an actor but also like as a person I I th- I'd like to work with someone like Brie because I think she really pushes herself I mean she's an Oscar award-winning actress and it was it was like a total like stardom like rise from the ashes type of story where like no one really believed that she could do it and she did it anyways i think i'd like to work with someone like um emma stone Ross. got it <laughs> um director wise either edgar wright or the cohen brothers Cohen Brothers specifically because they have ties to George Clooney and Matt Damon, and I automatically would Matt be able to. Damon. I, Matt I Damon. Auto, alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> I would automatically probably get to rub shoulders with those guys, which would be freaking dope. And obviously, it's a Cohen Brothers movie, so you get to which like Roger Deakins would probably shoot. Yeah, and like you, you get to you. I for me, it's mostly like obviously I'm an actor and I'm there to act, but I would get to see what these guys do. Like, what are they doing? What kind of cues do I need to pick up on within this scene or that scene to figure out how to pass off? Because I don't know if you've ever seen a Coen Brothers movie. The subtleties are endless. The subtleties and the psychological, like, subtleties that come with those subtleties are just so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You're just like, you have to really be watching this film. And I think that that's really something I I would love to, like, touch on as an actor. Obviously, I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, you know who I think would be really fun? Seth Rogen. Yes. Ooh. Seems like that dude has a lot of fun on set, and that's Act, like you'd want to work with him as an actor or as a director. As an actor, okay. like I would like to work in. I would like to. I would like to do a scene with Seth Rogen, like in, one of those <laughs> improv scenes you always see those guys doing. It's just like. Just go go to town. Just be ridiculous. Dude, there, and just see what works. There are shots in um This is the end where like they are they break. Yeah. Like they yeah. break and you can only see it from like the other end where you see one of them like start shaking, <laughs> like convulsing, like uncontrollably, and then they have to cut really quickly. Like, dude, that guy was laughing. He was hella laughing. You <laughs> could see Seth Rogan like like his back is like moving. Yeah. He's, he's laughing. That part where like James Franco and Danny McBride are screaming yeah. at each other about, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a shot where over Seth the shoulder, is just like and dude, laughing. Seth is yeah, he like crunches his body down and he's shaking because he's <laughs> laughing, and they have to cut back to Danny because it's so funny. Uh, as a as far as a director goes, I would probably want to work with J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah. dude, I could have guessed that, dude. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, basic. <laughs> basic? Yeah. Jeremy, what director would you want to shoot for? Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
Name some directors. I can't think of any right now. Villanueva. Steven Spielberg. David Fincher. All of Tarantino. All of that would be dope. Um, Tarantino is so Western. I feel like, I don't know, man. I'm going to be honest. I feel like. Wachowskis. I feel like you would really want to, you'd want to work for a director that's not only going to push you, but also like give you a little bit more of like a mm-hmm. control to say, hey, look, why don't we try it this way? But hey, this is yeah. your shot. Let, like go do See, it. I think all the directors you guys named are cool, but like they all have their distinctive style yeah, exactly. because these DPs yeah. always shoot with them. I would so say, it's like if someone else starts shooting with them, yeah. It completely feels different. Yeah. About Nolan. He's had two cinemato- cinematographers. And yeah, two off. of some of the best cinematographers in Hollywood. What about, okay, what about Matthew Vaughn? <laughs> Who shot Dark Knight? Uh, Wally Pfister. Who shot uh, Interstellar? Hoyt Van Hoytema. Which, Hoyt Van Hoytema? It's very distinctive looking movies. It's cool. But like Wally Fister left to direct Transcendence with Johnny Depp, which totally bombed. Meanwhile, Hoyt Van Hoenema came in and picked up the slack as an emerging new cinematographer in Hollywood. What actors would you want to shoot? Yeah, I guess. Brie Larson would be cool. I think Brie just has this. Uh, Natalie Portman. Whoa. Really want to shoot with Natalie Portman. Whoa, that would be so dude, cool. I didn't even think about Natalie, bro. That's so heavy. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, am I shooting? Am I watching the frame or am I just kind of drifting, just watching her perform? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's happened a couple times, like, on a set where I'm shooting something, but then it's so, I'm so into the story and how the acting is playing out on set. I'm looking through the eyepiece and I notice myself, I'm kind of drifting. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm Damn. lost in whatever it is they're doing because I forget to operate the camera. It's like, I feel like it's, cr- it's such a crazy feeling because I'm the one behind the camera. You guys don't really experience that that much. But when you're sitting behind the camera and I'm watching my monitor or I'm watching my eyepiece, it literally looks like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Every take, it looks like I'm just watching a movie. And so sometimes certain scenes and certain performances are so good. I'm like, I'm just watching this and I'm watching a movie, watching a movie. I was like, oh, wait, I forgot I have to move the camera. Dude, there's an operate. You saw Requiem for a Dream, right? Yeah. There's the scene where uh, Jared Leto's mom is, or grandma actually, they're having a conversation. She's like saying that she's old and she's like feels really. There, apparently, mm-hmm. there's the take where it's like the wide shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematographer apparently like started crying like during her oh, monologue. Man. And like you could see the camera move a little bit, but like they kept it because yeah. it was such a good take. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's heavy. That's powerful, dude. Right? That's, yeah. dude, that's. I would actually. I would want to work with Hugh Jackman. Bro. That would be dope. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. I'm surprised you haven't said Ryan Gosling, dude. Ryan, I feel like me and Ryan would shoot the shit too much. <laughs> okay. Dude, you and Ryan would be too much like Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, on dude, life. we would, yeah, we would be too bad. Yeah, it would, we would get nothing done. Were they just homies? Oh, yeah. dude, did you not see their interviews <laughs> oh together? Goodness. I've seen a couple. I see. I saw one where they were like, I don't know, making signs and guessing things about each other was quite ridiculous yeah, dude. <laughs> they yeah. are like the producers had to take them aside and like listen guys you're wasting a lot of our money you guys need to stop like <laughs> around on set all the time because like, yeah, dude. like they're like us <laughs> they're like us yeah that's awesome 
They were having and like during all the press tours, like they were having just so much fun in their interviews. That's oh, they're like best pals. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Have you so not seen those ridiculous photos on Twitter that are like, "Hey, saw this new uh, saw." So this is um, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and their son Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> it's photos of them on a red carpet. <laughs> What's happening with these? Yeah, it was like a whole spread that they did. Uh, that's really cool. Ridiculous. That's a cool. That's a cool thing to hear about. Yeah, dude. I think just actors being friends with each other. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, dude. I yeah, want to. I want to work with <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, man. That guy seems awesome. Yeah, that, dude. Ryan Reynolds seems like a, a freaking great actor to work with. Yeah, he seems. He seems like a lot of fun. Someone that would like really just. <laughs> I would be a sponge around that guy. He's done everything. He yeah. really has. Comedy, horror, action, action, drama, superhero action, super he's, indie stuff. Like. Indie. Every. He's done every. He's producer, director. He's done it all. It's like same thing with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Not nah, sorry. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is someone that I think that I would love to work with, but I don't know if I if I would want to work with him either. I don't know. It's it's like that, like when you put someone on a pedestal kind of thing. Gotcha. Like I look up to him so much, I don't know if I'd want to work with him okay. so much. I feel you. That makes sense. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's hard to explain. Mm. I think the actors that I would want to work with. Do you guys know who uh, Naomi Harris is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd really want to work with her. She dope. She, she dope. dope. Um, mm, Shia LaBeouf. I'd want to work with Shia LaBeouf. Ooh, I don't know if I'd want to work with Shia, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I would want to work with Michael B. Jordan. I've heard he's a lot of fun on set. It's dope. Uh, Director-wise, I would want to work with Danny Boyle, probably, or Barry Jenkins. Yeah, that would be dope. Or I'd like to try shooting for Barry Jenkins or Danny Boyle. Yeah, actually, those are very powerful directors. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't think I'd want to shoot for Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, I'd want to work with Leo. It's just a lot to live up to. Yo, I don't want to work with Leo. I'd want a lot of film. Leo. Why, I don't know, man. Why I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I, feel I, I, so haven't, small. I haven't heard a lot of great things about Leo as really? a person. Oh, yikes. And I, I actually don't pay attention to anything about Leo other than like his acting. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think, I mean, I think me and me, Jeremy, and Angela were talking about this the other day. The better the actor, sometimes. The more terrible the person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's Very like. Very rarely is it not. <laughs> is it. Not like good, so good person, good actor. Look People at Christian Bale, man. Like the most passionate and in tune with their emotional states. Yep. And it's like, not anything against him. Mm-hmm. Dude is super, super talented. It's just like, I would feel, I would not feel comfortable okay. acting opposite I'd of. Take that uh, back then. I don't want to work with Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, you can still work with Leonardo da Vinci, but Leonardo da Vinci is. <laughs> Leo uh, Dio? Leo Dio. I'll I'll stick with respecting him from a distance. Fair I want to shoot with Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Rick Hell yeah, let me shoot with Jack Black. Oh man, Skiddy I would. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, get anything done. <laughs> oh man, me and Jack would have a freaking blast, dude. <laughs> we would just okay. sing. We would just sing. We'd just go in singing tangents. True. And start skiddling. Just jam. Start and jamming. Skiddling. Jam a lamin'. Oh man. Uh, who I'm do I? with Emily Blunt. That'd be dope. Yeah, I bet she's pretty blunt. Okay. I hear she's a sweetheart. Daniel Lemmer on Facebook asks, if you could turn a comic book into a movie like Watchmen, what would it be and why? Wait, what? Specifically like Watchmen? 
like no, no, graphic like, novel? Yeah, I think he means like a graphic uh, novel. Oh, okay, my bad. What would it be and why? Oh. Ah. Shinobi. I would do... Oh, that would be cool. But... I would do Outcast, but I wouldn't do it in a show. I would I would do it in a trilogy. Hmm. Outcast is... um. And I would I would shoot it the way that you see it on in the comic book panels. Like I would it would be very contrast and it would be very shrouded in darkness and like really stylistic. It would be it would just be a super crazy dark movie. I'd probably want someone like it would look a lot like how you see Girl with a Dragon tattoo. Okay. Whoa! It would be no. Oh. Be, it would be super dark. The the darkest part of what you would see, like when you see, like you know, there's a specific kind of dark. When you saw, like, um, oh man, True De- like True Detective, the first season, how dark mm-hmm. that dark country was. That's how it looked like dark western. Like Ooh. it's a way, like yeah, that was dark. Yeah, Preacher does a, does it in a in its own way, but it it really is very. Um, it is still very comic based. Like it's very dynamic. Everything is like shock value. Mm-hmm. Everything is quiet to loud. Everything. It, I wouldn't want that. I would want subtle horror built into this. I would want like the way that it, it is so great because it's, it's an adventure film, an adventure film that's tackling a horror film. Okay. So like my bloody Valentine. No. Uh, so, like, if you've seen It, one of the, some of the greatest parts about It is that it's all these, these outcasts coming together, finding each other, having to deal with this demon organism thing, It, having to deal with their own fears and then coming together and dealing with those fears together, but yeah. also individually, and then having their falling out and then coming back and actually defeating it, right? And that's what I would want for outcasts, but just a tiny bit darker just a tiny tiny yeah. bit because if you read that comic there's almost it's almost like the walking dead like there's no comedy in that mm-hmm. there's almost like sometimes there's almost like no light at the end of the tunnel type of type of thing whereas like preacher dark like dark western but still kind of almost funny at times yeah like, it's like the way that you see there's a lightheartedness. Yeah, it's it. like there's a lightheartedness to it. Like you see like people get shot and you're just like, oh, and you're like, oh man, that was crazy. <laughs> you have a smile on your face, like, wait, why am I smiling? Because that was so ridiculous. That's why. Whereas but now I would be like, oh man. No, I would be like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it would be just very gritty. Whereas like the show is great, but I wouldn't want It's funny it. that you want to make something so like distinctively dark and stressful when you don't like watching those things. I don't. <laughs> you're but drawn you you're it. drawn to what makes you uncomfortable as an actor, man. It's just one of those things. It's just cool. a, like w- looking at a bad car accident. You're just like, yeah, it's like it's watching a, a, a train on fire. It's so terrible to watch it, but you can't keep your eyes off of it. It's like, what's going to happen next, right? That's, Did you hear that's, about the Unbreakable sequel, by the way? Speaking of trains? Called Glass. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. I want. I want sequel see or prequel. Glass. Prequel. Glass, right? With the the Bruce Willis movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Ms. the Bruce Willis movie. They're, they're tying it with in Sammy with, uh, J. Split. Dude, did you see Split? I still haven't seen Split. I need to see Split. 
M. Night Shyamalan's return to, to Dude, form? Dude, screw that. James McAvoy. That's who I want to work with. Okay. I want to work with James McAvoy, dude. Cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dude, great. you guys need to see Atomic Blonde. I want to work with James McAvoy. Okay. <laughs> dude, it, they have Tony. interviews also, with Charlie like, those girls that were with him, and they were like, they would ask them questions like, hey, how was it working with James? And they would just be like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, they're like, I don't know if I'll ever have this kind of experience again <laughs> on camera. Because he would just like switch. That's crazy. Because he's playing seven different, no, 23. Playing a lot. It's like 20 Damn. different personalities. Yeah. And he has. I'll need to see this film. It's freaking nuts, dude. It's crazy. I'd like to try my hand at Constantine or Hellboy in a um, series. Like dark, dark, like a graphic novel, graphic novel type. Graphic. Into, into like a show. I can't think of any specific graphic novels. Um, there was a graphic novel called Nemesis that seemed pretty interesting. It was like uh, the concept was like, uh, what if Batman and the Joker were the same guy? And he's basically like a crazy supervillain. He dresses in all, he looks like an all white Batman. He like, like his costume is all white, uh, smooth cowl, no, no ears. And then he's got like this bloody smile and he's like, Shh. It's, it's pretty sick. Um, you should definitely Whoa. check that out. <laughs> uh, that would be an interesting interesting concept to tackle it's just like a story about a supervillain so uh or invincible that's a cool story i think they're already doing it though so invincible yeah uh so i've only read a little bit of it and it's pretty interesting follows this dude whose name is remarkably close to nightwings uh shit something grayson damn it richard what richard richard uh Uh. It's a uh, image comics, and uh, it's my brain is like horse completely graphic novels. I don't remember what okay. Dark Horse graphic novels I read though. It was a long, long time ago. They had it at my local library really? to check out. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting. Mark, I don't know how I forgot his name. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, he's got powers. He's like, you find out that he's like, oh wait, no, I shouldn't spoil that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. It's gonna be cool. Uh, we kind of have to wrap up early because uh, Tony has to go take a poopy. No, what? No, no. that's pick not a, it. Pick up his baby. Oh, only me. She's getting big though. She is. She's, a, she's like she's a, a toddler. She's a now. little big booger. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Sorry for the lack of energy on this episode, guys. Uh, hopefully we'll be back and uh, in action next week. And uh, yeah, it'll be great. Still a lot of work to do on the next minute matchup, the couple videos and the and the vlogs and all that. So they're coming. Thanks for stu- uh, for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow us at Daniel Shep on Twitter and Instagram, Jeremy Lee with three Y's on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Nola Chef on Twitter and at Now Ew on Instagram and. Uh, Tony's at Walk on Tony on both of them. Follow us on Facebook. Check it out. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. We will see you later. We love you. <laughs> Whoa. We gotta do. We just splice all together all of the all of the shots of Jeremy screaming. Yeah!